and we're back at it like an addict. Welcome to another episode of Smells Like Radio, coming to you live at the end of month two in quarantine season. Yes, nothing makes sense here in month two of the quarantine. Our president is suggesting that we inject ourselves with disinfectant to stop the spread of COVID-19. And to top things all off, it looks like I'm going to have to cut my own hair. Jesus Christ. If you knew me as a teenager, then you know why I'm so concerned. The last time I cut my own hair, I was about 14 years old, and I accidentally gave myself bangs. Later that year, I went on to win best hair, ironically, in the school yearbook. (laughs) So I've been running from cutting my own hair ever since. And here we are. I've got buzzers on the way sent from eBay, where I was price gouged like you wouldn't believe. I will say something I have been doing to stay entertained and sane. I've been pulling out my amplifier out onto my fire escape, plug a little microphone into that, hit power. Now I'm shouting out the neighborhood. I'm sure my neighbors love me. (laughs) No, you know, it's been received well. And I do, you know, people passing by, give them a little shout out, a little love, spread the cheer, eliminate the fear. I'm out there for what, maybe an hour or so when the sun is shining. I haven't been able to do it a lot lately because it's been... It's been crappy weather, but uh, it is a lot of fun, and and the people seem to enjoy it. Or or, or maybe I'm just assuming they like it. I'll be honest, it's kind of hard to see the smiles through the masks. Um, Last weekend, though, we finally got a sunny day. I think it was like a Sunday, and uh, sun was shining. We go out to the rooftop, not the fire escape. We go out to the rooftop. You know, we're playing some music Sunday afternoon. Sun's out. We're vibing. We we start getting people on the street to, like, you know, giving us shouts out because we're just, like, being fools we're just like dancing and stuff you know and uh this the idea hits me oh man i should bring the amp out here and give the girl a little bit of the taste of what i'm doing while she's working she would love that she's a comedian so i get the thing set up i get the extension cable out the window i put the amp on the rooftop plug it in hit power and her eyes light up i can tell she's loving this (laughs) but she she immediately goes into um attention white people during the quarantine, you are not allowed to say the N-word, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. I'm dying. I think it's on our mind, too, because our roommate accidentally dropped an N-bomb while singing along to a rap song. <laughs> so she's, you know, letting the neighborhood know that it's still not okay to say it. And uh, I'm dying. I think it's the funniest thing. We got a couple people in the street that are laughing. Um, and then all of a sudden, the window behind us, like a story above us and behind us, you just hear baby shark. Baby shark baby shark Just playing so fucking loud. <laughs> this lady was protesting our little powwow by playing music of her own. Baby shark, nonetheless. And she plays it like four, maybe five times, which doesn't bother me at all. I thought it was hilarious. Like what a funny way to protest something you don't like is to like j- pump baby shark out the window. But then something weird happens. Like, we stopped talking on the mic. We, You know, it was very brief. But we're still playing music. Not, like, aggressively loud. But, you know, it's fucking Sunday afternoon. We're just, we're partying. This is the apocalypse. Let us let us unwind. And uh, she starts screaming at us. Legit screaming through the window, guys. Pulls her speaker in, closes the window, and then starts screaming at the window. It was the weirdest, craziest thing I've ever seen. Like her, it looked it, it, like she went super saiyan, dude. <laughs> she's got her nose pressed up against the glass. It's all foggy from her screaming. And she's just yelling at us to be quiet. And we're trying to be like, what are you talking about? Like it's Sunday afternoon. 
during the apocalypse. Like, what do you, what, what? And then of course my girl, Shauna, she's not going to take it. Works probably one of the hardest jobs you can work right now. She's a healthcare practitioner. She's working in the thick of it. So she starts screaming back like, fuck you. I like, I need to unwind. They're, they're getting into it. I'm I'm still on mic. People on the street can hear them fighting. And so now I'm doing like courtside commentary for the people. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it ended up, nothing ended up happening really. It just kind of died down. Karen went away and then we were like, all right, party's over. Let's, you know, let's hit the park. But man, that was a funny one. Literally, like, <laughs> the second she heard, like, white people aren't allowed to say the N-word, she was like, oh, well, this is unacceptable. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager. You can spot a Karen from a mile away. And she wasn't even a mile away. You know what I mean? So outside of that, it's been very well received. Um, I did, a neighbor did tell me to shut the fuck up. But that, I feel like that's, that's like your christening, right? <laughs> And not only that, but that same neighbor, I met him like a couple days later and he told me, he was very surprised. He was like, oh, I didn't realize, I didn't realize it was a person doing this. I thought it was a recording and we ended up being cool with each other. But then, but also like, what, were you telling a recording to shut the fuck up? Now I'm confused. (laughs) I get it if, you know, somebody's talking and you want them to be quiet, but, but to shout at a recording, that just seems like. Anyways, guys, this quarantine's hitting hard in my neighborhood. <laughs> People are really starting to lose it. And uh, things are getting strange. But the show must go on. And boy, what a good one do we have for you this month. I got an interview in the middle of all of this. I trucked my little ass all the way into Manhattan and got the interview. This month, this show, this episode, we're talking to the creator of Fly Life, Mr. PJ O'Rourke. PJ is an artist, a designer, a creator. You can check out his products online at flylife.com or you can check out his shop, which is sick too. He's doing all kinds of custom shoes. We got hats, we got shirts, we got sweaters galore, prints, all of it. I first ran into PJ when I was, I think when I first moved out here. It was like the first year I was in Brooklyn uh, taking the train and he was in the station and he had a cart and he was selling like, I couldn't believe how funny some of the stuff he had was. I think the first one I got was like a, um, it was like a Bill Cosby advertising a Quaalude pudding pop. And I was like, oh, this is, this is right on. It was like a magnet. And at the time I was looking for magnets for my shitty little fridge. I was like, oh, this is perfect. And I kept running into him. And every time I ran into him, he had new stuff. And we just started talking more and more and more. And yeah, it just developed. And I remember one time we were talking about how he's going to have this shop open soon. And so as soon as it opened, we were coming by I had that same amp I was talking about on the fire escape. I brought that to his shop and we, it wasn't even, we kind of talked about it in the interview. It was, it wasn't a comedy show per se. Like we were just kind of comics hanging out in the shop, getting on mic and like, kind of like, it was almost like freestyling, but there were, you know, it, like an open mic, but there wasn't really like, I don't know. There wasn't any pretense for it. It was, it was cool. We would just get people into the shop and we were just like messing with them or shouting people out on the streets, whatever it was. We were just hanging out and it eventually it turned into a show. He'll tell you. Well, I'll save. We talk about it a bit in the interview, but um, real cool dude. And, he, and he's such a, um, he's so inviting for other artists to come through the space and for collabs and all kinds of stuff, man. He's really, uh, he's really creating. Uh, he's, his output is at a very high level. And uh, I was I was excited to sit down with him in the shop, a chance to pick his brain to figure out what is this fly life all about. And uh, I had a good time doing it. 
So sit back and relax. Don't touch that dial. Let this interlude deliver you straight to the interview here on the newest episode of Smells Like Radio. microphone today so let's get it on baby oh god don't get me started with the snowflake cancel culture it's crazy right jesus christ man i I really i want to see more comedians with like more balls man like dude right going after them yeah, like more anti-establishment figures, man. I'm like, there's no more George Carlin's and Richard Pryor's anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know. No one, no, no one's really edgy. I would say I would I would throw Bill Burr's name in the mix, but now he's okay. in like Star Wars and stuff. He's oh, like okay. he's like an actor in a Disney oh, production. Shit. So it's oh, like, man, they got Burr too. They got Bill. T- <laughs> Dude, it's over. It's a wrap, man. <laughs> yeah, Burr's pretty funny, man. But. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. My my idols can't be touched, in my opinion. Who are they? Carlin Pryor, Robin Williams, the OGs. Yeah, those, that's like Mount Rushmore. Yeah, and then the, the, the guys that influenced them, who I don't know as much about, but, you know. I, I, like, for instance, I, I recently learned more about Chuck Berry. Oh, dude. I didn't know so much about him, and, um, you know, because growing up it was Elvis, 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 and... uh. I just I I wanted to do, people kept asking me to do an Elvis piece so I was like all right let me see so I looked into Elvis's history and and then Chuck Berry came up and I was like oh shit Chuck Berry that's that guy that actually never got his true shine because he was well, he got he, stolen he was Elvis before Elvis right right and um I wanted to illustrate that in a piece man so that way I could get the Elvis piece done and I could pay homage to Chuck so I did like a split and so I did Chuck. Chuck Berry versus Elvis Presley, uh, the God and the King. Yeah, the God and the King, man. So definitely, I thought that was. Uh, I love. See, that's why I love being an artist, man. Is like learning things. Like I get to research things, and then whatever I learn, implement that in the yeah, piece dude. And stuff. I, I love tracking down the. So you you're inspired by somebody, and then you track down who they were inspired by. Yes, it's like a. It's oh, like dude, an, that's an ever like giving a, a thing for me now. Yeah, like, man. Never underestimate your idols idol totally like always look into who you know influenced someone that you look up to and that maybe is a lesser known name or a lesser known quantity but like they are the ones that paved the way for your favorite so like i i, I definitely keep my eyes out for that way more now hell yeah what a way to start the show too i want to thank you for uh for hopping on the pod with me 
especially on this rainy afternoon. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for coming through and uh and doing this, man. Really yeah, we're doing it. it. We're we're doing it responsibly. We got the six foot cable. You know what I mean? The social distancing interview. Yep, yep. And also, uh, I never got a chance to welcome you back to the city, dude. You were out in Hawaii for a while. Yeah, um, Hawaii, man. It's the shit. Hawaii is is amazing. What was going on out there? I saw you were having a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, my friend lives out there. My friend Jasper. Shout out to Jasper and his wife, uh, Chris. And um, they have two beautiful kids. And I went out there and visited them. Beautiful. Um, back in January slash February. Just in time, man. Just in time. Went out to Kauai Island which is the most beautiful place I've ever witnessed firsthand Dang. in my life. Yeah. Like if you go to Kauai, Oahu is amazing. Actually, my mom grew out, grew up in Oahu, uh, her childhood. So, you know, so nice. Is that Kaneohe? Did you, did you grow up in Hawaii? No. Oh, oh my God. Did you grow up in the city? I wish. No, I grew up in Oklahoma, man. I was, uh, I was playing basketball and doing artwork constantly because there's not so much to do in Oklahoma, which I attribute my success to now. So Damn. thanks for being boring, Oklahoma. Yo, right? Yeah. <laughs> you gave birth to a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Very cool. You were uh, pursuing the arts in school? Um, No. I did go to college for graphic design for like a year and a half, but like I, I dropped out of that. Uh, you mind if I answer this really quick? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. See, that's why I have to answer that because that's someone who needs a mask. Yeah, dude. No, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Hooking the people up, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's way more important than money, man. It's it's about like we all gotta, of course, we all gotta pay the bills, but not a great time right now for a lot of people. So, what was I? I'm sorry. What was I talking about when we? Uh, school. What 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 was your uh, what was your scene in in high school even? You said you were going to college for a while, but even before that, were you were you an art kid in high school? You oh all, yeah yeah all b-ball? Oh yeah, I was definitely an art kid. I was a, I was like a athlete slash artist, which I was probably the only one in my high school that had that combination. Nice, um, the hybrid. Yeah, yeah, that's what you can see in my art, man. I do a lot of athletics and uh, you know stuff like that. When did design come into mind? In uh, college in Mississippi is called it was called southern miss um i went there because of hurricane katrina initially brought me to mississippi to help out with the disaster out there and then uh the uh bp oil spill kept me there uh so i worked the worst man-made and natural disaster in american history back to back back to back dude and that enabled me to stack my money enough to move into uh new york eventually nice how long have you been in the city now? Oh, I've only been in the city maybe a year and a half, but I before that I lived in uh, mostly in Bushwick, Ridgewood area. I was out there for six years, right off the L. I think, in fact, the first time we met was off the L. Oh yeah, most definitely. Probably. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Those that that yeah. would have been um, that would have been before you had the shop. Oh well, way way before. Yeah, yeah. I think that was way before. Well, I might have met you around the time I was about to move to Manhattan, but. Um, yeah, because I remember one of those conversations, you were um, you were talking about the projects, and you're like, "Just wait, man. This is about to go up another level." Uh, it was cool, man. I was a young, cocky young boy. Ah, oh, dude, you had you, you had all the right moves. <laughs> now I'm just an old cocky old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have the the cart? 
Um, no, man. I had like because of space, you know. I, had I hear to, you. I had to take it out. Damn, that could have been in a museum somewhere, dude. Yeah, that man. thing was nice. I'm gonna make another one, and you know, I'm I'm gonna be back in the subway. I mean, what's the point now? You got the whole you got the shop, dude. Nah, man, because in the subway you get like quadruple the eyeballs. Well, more than that, you get thousands and thousands of eyeballs, man. That's important. Now that I have the website, though, man, like that's all you need is web traffic, you know. Mm. I don't even need the damn store anymore. It's crazy. I want to keep the store, though. Trust me, I want to keep. Yeah, it. this space is nice. I'm gonna see, you know, see about getting a better deal on rent now that the world's ending. <laughs> you and everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh this, this this shop got a soft spot in my heart, man. We can't, we were coming through or in the early days doing the I don't know, would you call it a comedy show? What would you even call it? We were just vibing, really. Yeah, it was a vibe and then it turned into a, like official comedy shows there for a few months. Yeah. Yeah, that was and cool. Then, I mean, we just came through with an amplifier just talking shit, yeah, getting people to come man, in the shop. That was so fun, man. That was crazy. Remember those three dudes were on like mushrooms or whatever, just come stumbling in. What are you guys yelling about? <laughs> <laughs> they just started like confessing all oh, this crazy man, shit. There's been so many drug addicts coming in here. <laughs> throughout the months. Well, it is inviting. I'll, I'll say. <laughs> yeah. You know. It, it definitely tingles the senses. For sure. So how's the, how's the quarantine been treating you? Oh, it's all right, man. Just uh, I I've been actually really productive, man. Just uh, constantly making artwork and you know painting and working on the website like i haven't really spent any time in quarantine not productive other than just sleeping a lot yeah if i'm not sleeping i'm being real productive i was gonna say i can't believe how many new designs you've put out in not even a month dude yeah man it's really showing thanks man yeah i'm gonna keep pumping them out hell yeah the hustle is alive here on 11th street always we're getting shouts out dude people through the window that's fun yeah that was josh he's he's the man Actually, his son and daughter and uh, wife, they come, they walk by all the time, and the kids have, like, Fly Life gear. And Do they really? The whole neighborhood vibe, man. So that's why, that's why I keep in the shop, other than it being a little mini factory, uh, keeping the shop is kind of important, man, just to have that community. For vibe. the neighborhood, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's expensive, though, man. Shit. Yeah, I can only imagine. I'm living in the smallest apartment I've ever even seen in my life. <laughs> and it's like Yeah, me too. Hemorrhaging money every month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's insane, dude. So tell me about these this masks that you're making for the people. Um, the masks are one hundred percent neoprene. Um honestly they're like very effective as far as, you know, um keeping your droplets to yourself and all that. <laughs> Keep your droplets to yourselves, you dirty animals. And uh Honestly, there's going to be a lot of silver linings in here because I, for one, was kind of tired of people just talking to you so closely and, and you, you know that the, those mini droplets are hitting you, but you just, like, if you raise a concern, it'll be too much of a big deal because, you know, it's it's going to pass soon. Like, he'll he'll stop talking or you'll move or right, something. Right, right, right. like, oh, God. But now it's, like, going to become, that's the habit. So I hope I'm I'm so excited for that part of yeah of the quarantine ending where it's like people are gonna have great new habits you right. know what I mean yeah because I'm I'm not necessarily a germaphobe but I'm like one notch below it right and then when you meet someone and they shake your hand like yo what's up dog and they yeah. give you a hug and Dude. like it's like yo I appreciate the sentiment but come on man yeah like, you got droplets coming out <laughs> <laughs> you got drop you got you're sweating you got droplets it's not a good scene. Oh man. <laughs> so 
So other than that, everything we're we're good. We're productive. Everything's we're, we're living the fly life. <laughs> we're really doing it, man. Fly life is more of a, a you know, where are you mentally? Yes. You know, fly life can be anything. I I see it as a a high jumping poet slash artist. That's fly life to me because that's who I am. But you know, you could be you could be the fly comic. You know, hey. like it's it's really it depends on uh your outlook, man. I think anyone can live a fly life, but it depends on like your how positive and how optimistic are you. You know, like if you're you live in Mumbai and you have like thirty people in in one room, mm. it's like that doesn't sound fly, but if you, you know, have a goal and you're working towards it, even if you live in squalor, that's still the fly life, man. Because you, the pursuit of the fly the pursuit, life right, is the, the fly exactly. Life. I hear you, dude. Thank you. Definitely. So I, I got a personal question because I'm out here with my little stickers. You know, you're talking to an ex graffiti artist. Every time I go to put something somewhere, every single time I'm like, oh, this would be a great spot for a sticker. Yeah. Fly life. <laughs> You're already there, dude. It's crazy. How is that possible? You're everywhere, bro. <laughs> hey, I give a lot of stickers out to the kids. I'll just leave it at that. Nice. <laughs> every time I go to put one, dude, I swear to God, I even my most recent one, I'll show you the photo afterwards. You're right there. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Big open space. I look from a different angle, big fly life right there. I'm like, damn, he got it. Nice. Yeah, man. The one, You know what the one good thing, silver lining about this quarantine? I was kind of talking about it in this last episode, but graffiti. This is like the golden age for graffiti right now, dude. There's nobody around. There's nobody around. Cops don't want to arrest anybody. They don't want to put anybody in the back of the squad car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get a ticket, whatever. That's the worst case scenario. Right. Paint right. cheap, dude. They'll probably hand it to you on a leash, like, <laughs> yeah. on a stick. Yeah, yeah, Here, like a tape, tape measure or something, <laughs> like extending it all the way out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, this is definitely the golden age. It, yeah, it really is, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be more blood in the apocalypse, didn't you? Yeah, this is pretty pussy apocalypse, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't I thought I didn't think there would be as much washing hands in the apocalypse. Shit. I've been washing my hands. This is nothing new. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like if I can wash my ass 3 times a day, I think I could wash my hands like at least 10. You wash your ass 3 times a day? It's a lot of times, dude. All all I'm going to say is I got an abscess one day. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. So it's more of like you have to. It's more of like I don't want it to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wash your ass twice a day is fine. The third time though. Yeah. That second time to wash your ass, you gotta find time in the middle of the day. Like nah, a garden hose or something. It gets really nasty down there if you like if you're in the summer and you're working and you're not even thinking about it and then you come home and it's like, Oh shit. What have I done to myself? <laughs> Oh, man, all that bacteria got in there. Oh, boy. All right, let's change the subject. <laughs> yeah, this this really went off the rails. <laughs> this really went off the rails. So what do you think? We we got plans for uh, for the rest of the quarantine? Keep banging out these, these fire uh, designs? Yeah, just keep uh, keep being creative and uh, just keep keep doing what got me here. Hell, yeah. I think that's the key for everybody, really. 
Yeah. This is a perfect time for creativity. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little stay at home. 100%, man. Think over everything. But this has already been my lifestyle. Like, my lifestyle was already pretty quarantined, to be quite honest. I, uh, it sounds boring as shit, but I, I like to just be at home in silence making artwork, man. I, I don't even, like, like, I, don't get me wrong, I'll bang some music, but I'm in my, my mind so much that it's just like, I, I can just sit there in silence all day and just make shit. That's beautiful, man. It's actually weird, but it works, so. Is there anything you're doing to create the mood? Y- yeah, um, I smoke copious amounts of marijuana. That helps. So you get the bowl loaded, you get the joint rolled? Yeah. Nothing crazy, man. I don't really drink. I like I have natural cannabinoid receptors in my brain, so I like to feed those. Other than that, man, I'm not really too into drugs, although I will do some acid and shrooms every once in a while. Yeah, you keep the colors flowing. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's my obligation as an artist to to get the psychedelics in there yeah man a little drug assist exactly open up the eyes dude. sid barrett pink floyd vibes kid you heard hey hey well uh i know this is short and sweet but i wanted to thank you thank you man i highly respect your craft too man keep pushing at the comedy and um stay positive you know um we're all in it together man all of us are all we are all artists in it together definitely what is if i can ask a, a final question if you had to put it into words, creating, whether it's a t-shirt or a hat or we're looking at um, new rugs and things to hang, what, what does the creating do for you personally? Um, that's a great question. I don't know. It gives me purpose. It fulfills my spirit. It allows me to add another piece on to the catalog, which gives it a more chance that someone random who sees my stuff will enjoy it because the more demographics I can touch with every piece the more people can relate to it the more business I get it's not all about the business of course like I have some designs that I know that won't sell or won't sell as much but I'll still take that extra 20 hours on it to make it nice because to the niche market that can see it will really 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 appreciate it that's that's powerful what you said about purpose and spirit i've been i've been talking a lot with the roommates about you know making sure that we we stay uh spirits uplifted and purpose fulfilled yeah yeah very important man you gotta have a high morale definitely don't let 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 this bullshit bring you down you know no stay up stay in the fly life yeah man let's get you a sweater or something let's get some shopping going dude (laughs) All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Peace. All righty. That is the end of the show. Well, thank you for listening. That is the official cue. Now you know what to do. Hit us with that five-star rating and review. Check out PJ's shop online, flylife.com, to get yourself fitted for the season. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Be safe out there. That was my first authentic cough since the pandemic started. Wow. A Smells Like Radio exclusive.